Hello, everybody. This is S. Anthony Thomas. This is the S. Anthony Thomas Show. And I was talking to a friend of mine very, very recently. We were talking about teams and fighters that were that we believed and many people believed to be unbeatable. And as it turns out, those teams, of course, eventually lost and that fighter eventually lost. And we started to think and I started to think, is there anything that's really unbeatable? And I racked my brain and I realized, yes, there's a couple of things that are absolutely unbeatable. There are things you can't beat. And I discussed that on this episode. So, without further ado, let's get to it. All right, everybody, you know what? I would like to talk to you guys this time about things you can't beat. And I'll explain, obviously, what I'm talking about. There are certain things in your life. You you can't beat them because when you beat something, it implies that the job is done. You know, you, you put together a series of actions for a specific result. You do that and all of a sudden you get the result and you're done. You know, like you want to build a house. It comes a certain point where the house is built and you don't have to do any more building. You just open the door, walk in and live in it, right? You want to make dinner. You make the dinner. I got to get this ingredient and that ingredient and this ingredient and that ingredient. And you make the dinner. You look down. All the plates are full of food. You know, you completed it. But there are certain things that can't be completed because you can't beat them. And I learned this the hard way myself. There was a point where I was in really super good shape. I would go to the gym every day. And and they had this rowing machine. And... It was a really tough, it was like an Olympic level rowing machine and it had a a computer graphic on the front and it would show you rowing against the computerized graphic. And it was just obviously an incentive to get you to row faster, to turn it into a game. But as you got better and rowed faster and for longer, what would happen is they'd see a little, you'd see a little uh, computer graphic of a helicopter coming in and dropping more animated people onto the boat competing with you. And then the boat would expand in size to accommodate the, the graphic people that they threw in there. And now the boat would start going faster and faster and faster. And it was fun. And I didn't even realize how good a shape I was getting in at one point. I got to the point where the computer got as fast as the computer could go and I was lapping that lapping my competition on the screen it wasn't a challenge anymore and I'm, I'm rowing for like an hour at a time just boom 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 and I didn't realize the type of shape I got in and I'd been a fat kid an in shape a, a fat teen and a super in shape adult I'm fat again but I'm losing weight and I remember going into the shower and I walked out of the shower and I looked into the man. Now, keep in mind, I've been losing this weight the whole time. I don't know why it just dawned on me that I was in great shape. But I remember there was something in my mind that made me think, well, you're a fat guy. So obviously you're going to see a fat guy in the mirror. But I was not a fat guy. I looked in the mirror and I saw Bruce Lee's body. Obviously, it's a little different because Bruce Lee's Chinese and I'm a black dude. But I saw Bruce Lee's body with my skin color and I couldn't believe it. A fat guy looks in the mirror and sees a super fit, sliced up body. It was amazing. The fat cells, I had beat them. I had been fat all this time and now I was in shape. The fat cells got you, punks. It was like I won a football game and I'm standing on the podium holding up the 
Vince Lombardi, you're no longer a fat guy trophy, and it is done. I have won. I can walk off into the sunset, and no matter what I do, I'm going to be fit because I achieved the goal of being in incredible shape. I achieved the goal. The fat cells probably just surrendered, and they gave up. That's what I thought because, well, I was stupid. You can't beat fats. All you can do is hold it off. Even people you see that are in incredible shape. Do you know how why they're in incredible shape? Because they're constantly working out and constantly eating right. Because fat cells never quit. Right? Fat cells never give up. They just sit there waiting for you to... Oh, that's all they do. They love it. Right? You could be fit an entire chunk of your life just sitting there looking fit and you could go to a party and you can go to a buffet and you're getting the salads and the diet water and you walk by and you see cupcakes and your friends look at the cupcakes and your friends are skinny too, but they were always skinny. They're eating the cupcakes and you look at the cupcakes and you, you go, oh, no, 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 no. I like being chocolate Bruce Lee. Oh, no, you don't. Oh, no, you don't. And you can almost hear the fat cells inside your body saying the kind of language that I will never say on this podcast but I think you know what words I'm talking about they're not safe for work and they're also not safe for longshoremen that type of language you can hear them cursing you out you sassafrasin jehoshaphatin sassafrasin okay those aren't the words they use but I'm not going to use the words you get the point and they sit there getting angrier and angrier and they're mad at you and eventually you get used to being in shape and just like anybody else, just like when you watch a football game where one team has a big lead like the Atlanta Falcons had a few years ago over the over the New England Patriots. They said, ah, we're up 28 to three in the fourth quarter or whatever the score was. And the next thing you know, they're losing in overtime and they're going, we had the Super Bowl one. You had the Super Bowl one, but you slacked off a little bit and let Tom Brady hang around and bang, he's holding a trophy. Well, those cupcakes were like Tom Brady. And you're like the Atlanta Falcons. You got this big lead. You're in shape. You got a six pack. Oh, yeah. Women are like conking the horns and talking about your butt out of the car windows and saying lewd things to you. And you are enjoying the lewd things. They drive by. I want to do this, that and the other. And they pull off laughing. They're going, hey, 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 I was not offended by that. Could you please come back and talk about my buttocks some more? And then they go, okay, dude, this is weird. And they drive off. Just kidding. They came back, said more stuff and then left. And I was happy about it. But that's just me. But you get cocky. You get cocky and you think it's all good, but it's not all good. Because one day after you've been fit for a while and you get cocky, you stop working out as much because you don't think you need to. And then what do you do? You go to a party for one of the new babies in the family. Oh, you love the babies. You love hanging around the babies. You love playing with the babies. Babies are great. You love the babies and the babies love you. Uncle or aunt, whatever, they call you. They jump in your lap. They kiss you on the forehead. They, you know, they want to show you their toys and they want you to read to them. The babies, right? And the baby comes up to you and they, the baby was wondering why. You can have some cake. The baby hands you the cake and the baby's looking at you with that little look in her face. And he's going, well, it's her birthday. I better eat this cake. And you haven't had cake in a long time. Oh, no, you haven't. You forgot how much you love cake. You take that fork, you slide it into the cake, and you can almost hear your fat cells going, just be cool. 
We're not home free until he puts that fork in his mouth. Put the fork in your mouth, Mr. Abs. Put the fork in your mouth. You think you can beat us with fat cells, my friend? You can't beat us. You can only hold us off. And you can only hold us off for so long. And you take the fork, you slide it into the cake. The baby's smiling even wider. The little baby's smiling wider as the fork goes into your mouth. You put the cake into your mouth and your mouth goes, finally! Woo, I got sick of that kale. And you shove that cake down your throat like you never, like you can't believe how gone it's gone so fast. And so is the ice cream. That's also gone fast. And gone so fast you don't realize that you've had six pieces of cake and six cups of ice cream. And oh no, you feel bad and you drown yourself. In- we'll be back right after this short break. And now, back to the show. You drown your sorrows in a cheesesteak on the way home. Right? You look in the mirror. Hey, I had all that cake and all that ice cream and I still got my six pack. I, I guess it wasn't a problem. Fast forward six months, all six months and all of a sudden you don't have a six pack anymore. No, you don't. And you notice your belly's jigging a little bit when you're driving down the streets and you notice you're out of breath when you when you run to do something before you weren't out of breath. Oh, no, the fat cells are back. You know what I'm talking about. You've seen those athletes that were walking around all the time. Maybe they're pro fighters or they're pro football players and they're known for their physique. They got a six pack and a quadruple pack and a quintuple pack. They look incredible. They're always walking around with their shirts off. How you doing, sir? We're doing an interview outside in the wintertime. Doesn't matter. Look at these abs. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They go through their whole career and even at the end of their career, I can't believe he's still playing football at 42 years old. This is his last year and he looks even better than he did when he was 25. This guy's the greatest. This guy's an example. He's 42 when he retires. Five years later, guess who's joined the crew of the double football show? And he comes out and he walks out. Hey, everybody, I'm here. And everybody looks at him like, okay, buddy, we want the, we want the football guy that we hired. That's me. Oh, goodness gracious. We thought you were here for the Christmas parade because we thought you were here to play Santa Claus. I mean, you look great, dude. Because what did he do? The fat cells got to him right after he retired from football. He just sat there. Hey, Bill, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to run those sprints and lift those weights. You already made the money. You got $75 million in the bank. Right? You invested very, very conservatively. You'll never have to worry about money again. You don't have to worry about what anybody thinks. Right? You got a Super Bowl ring. Right? Your wife loves you. Everything's great. Have a cheesesteak, bro. Have another cheesesteak, bro. Have another cheesesteak, bro. And it turns into a song. Have another cheesesteak, bro. Have another cheesesteak, bro. Ho, ho, ho. Have another cheesesteak, bro. Ho, ho, ho. Speaking of ho-hos, have a couple of those too, my friend. That's what I'm talking about. And all of a sudden, the guy who was known for his physique, boom, the fat cells got him. You could almost walk when you walk by him. You could hear the fat cells laughing like, ha, ha, ha. We've been waiting for this guy for a long time, and now we got him. You can't beat fat cells, my friend. You can't beat them. I learned that the hard way myself because that kind of is kind of what happened to me. You can't beat time either, my friends. And I'm not talking about getting older. I'm talking about just time in general. By trade and by profession, I'm a comedian and podcaster. Duh. I think you know that already. 
But I have a comedian sleep schedule because I've been a comedian since I was uh, 17 years old. So I'm used to going to bed at four o'clock, three o'clock, five o'clock in the morning. But I'm not performing right now. I'm in writing mode, writing my new show. But the problem is because I have a comedian sleep schedule. I decided, you know, I'm tired of going to bed at three o'clock in the morning when I'm not doing anything. Right. I figure, you know what I'm going to do? I don't want to be tired tomorrow when I get up. I have all these errands. I am going to beat time and I'm going to go to bed at 10 or 11 o'clock. I know I normally go to bed at 3, but I'm going to beat time time. You're my punk. I'm going to beat you this time. I'm going to go to bed at 10 o'clock. <laughs> wake up at my normal 6. Ho, 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 and it's going to be great. Maybe I'll even wake up at 7. You know what? I'm going to turn the alarm clock off. That's right time. I got me getting going to bed early and I'm turning off the alarm clock time right you're starting to trash talk time time take that punk I'm gonna beat you this time time deal with it time you can't take me time I own your time I own you and time just like the fat cells are sitting there going you don't even have any idea who you're dealing with I've been here since the Big Bang, sucker, and I'm not talking about the successful series that concluded after 279 episodes yesterday. <clears throat> Great show. And you go to bed at 10 o'clock, and you feel yourself drifting off at around 10.15. Oh, this is great. I'm drifting off at 10.15. Go to have a nice, refreshing sleep, and I'm going to wake up refreshed and go about my day. This is great. And you wake up, I feel refreshed. (laughs) That's what you get time. I beat you, got you time. You can't deal with this time. You can't deal with this time. (laughs) And you look at the clock and it says 2.07. But you feel wide awake and you can't go back to sleep. And time, you can, if you just put, if you just listen closely, you can hear time laughing at you. Got him. And the fatso's are going, we we got him a long time ago. <laughs> and you see them high fiving each other, time and the fat cells, because they both stink. And you're sitting there going, Oh no. And then you know what happens when you stay up that late. When you stay up that late, you get to sleep. You know what happens to you. You go back to sleep for a couple of minutes and you wake back up, then you go back to sleep for a couple of minutes and you wake back up and you go back a couple of sleep away. And then all of a sudden it's time for you to leave. And you feel more tired than you would have felt if you just stayed awake all night actually doing something. Oh. And you know how badly you need sleep, right? When you have an opportunity to get sleep, you should just take it. But some people don't take the sleep when they have time a chance to get sleep. It is dumb not to take sleep when you get a chance to take sleep. I didn't I didn't want to feel dumb, right? Not taking sleep when you got a chance to to get sleep is like standing in one you know those old TV programs and sometimes they do it on game shows now, where they'll take a person and they'll put them in a booth, you know, they put them in like a like a one of those plexiglass booths with a fan at the bottom and they dump money in and they start the clock and it goes you're looking at the clock and the person is supposed to just grab as much money as possible stick it in their pockets put it in their mouth put it under their arms put it in the clothes make sure they have all the money and just stick the money and then at the end they count the money up and see how much money you're coming back with because it's designed for you just to take the money just for you to get the money right but imagine 
You go into that booth and you decided you wanted to do something else at the time. Just like if you wanted to get some sleep, like I tried to get that sleep. I was in the booth trying to grab that money. But I couldn't grab any of the money because I couldn't go back to sleep. And when I was awake, I started doing stuff instead of trying to force myself back to sleep, which is dumb. It's the equivalent of being in that same booth that I just described. And instead of grabbing the money while the music is going, instead of grabbing the money, you decide to check some emails. You go, let me check these emails while I stand in this booth with $50,000. And instead of scooping up the money that's flying around me, I'm going to. I'm going to check this email. Oh, it looks like a new movie came on Netflix. Let me read about that instead of grabbing his money. It's just that dumb. So I tried to grab the money. But I couldn't beat the time. The time laughed at me. You go to bed when you're supposed to go to bed, punk. If you try to get up and go to bed early, we're going to wake you up early. How about that? There's certain things you just can't beat. You can't beat fat cells and you can't beat time. You just can't do it. So I learned my lesson. When it comes to the fat cells, I know I have to keep working out. I have to keep eating right. It has to be a lifestyle change. It can't be a diet. It has to be that. And that's the only way I'll keep the fat cells at bay and get rid of the extra ones that I have now so I can get back in shape. Yeah, that's the only way to do it. You can't beat fat cells. You can only hold them off. And you can't beat time. If you go to bed early, then you're supposed to go to bed trying to be slick. It's never going to work out for you. I've talked to millions of people that go, you know what I'm going to do? Not millions, but dozens of people. That, you know, I'm going to go to bed a little early tonight. And what do they do? They wake up at three o'clock refreshed like I did. And it's even worse than they thought. You can't beat time. You can't beat fat cells. You just can't do it. So don't even try Get good sleep, my friends. Eat good, my friends. Be healthy. And one more thing. Thank you very much for listening to my weird behind talk about wacky crap for approximately 17 minutes. <laughs> I'll see you again next time, folks. Much love to you all. And thank you. Oh, my friends, thank you very, very much for checking out the show. Much love to you. I appreciate it. Thank you for the love. Thank you for the kind words. I appreciate it more than you know. And uh, remember, if you love the show, and I know you do, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend and have them come back and subscribe to the show. You subscribe to the show. And well, as always, can't thank you enough. See you again next time.